Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Welcome to Anxiety Slayer. I'm Shan Vanderleek here with my friend and partner, Ananga Severe. We come together weekly on Skype to share Anxiety Slayer sessions with you and often answer listener questions from our inbox and Facebook page. Together, we're armed with a powerful collection of techniques to reduce anxiety, and we're celebrating more than 2 million listens. Thank you so much for listening. As you know, if you've listened before, we'd like to mix up a potent blend of coaching and storytelling, Ayurveda, yoga, guided relaxations, EFT tapping, and so much more. We have an extensive library of digital offerings, including our most popular Quick Anxiety Stopper and EFT for Anxiety programs. Today, we're going to be discussing three things that make anxiety worse. Hey, Ananga, welcome. Hi, Shen. I think this is a great topic for us today that uh, we've talked about in the past, but we haven't encapsulated in a podcast to just discuss these three things. Where do we begin? Well, I think it's important to be aware of these three points and then we can look out for them in our own behaviors, see if they resonate with us, if they apply to us. They're very common responses to anxiety. I think they're very natural responses to anxiety. But if we can just look out for them and catch them, then we have a chance to take alternative actions, make different choices that will actually support us a lot better rather than feeding the anxiety and making it worse. I think the first thing most of us do when we feel anxious is we want to try and escape. We run away, whether it's internally or externally. We try and distract ourselves. We don't like how it feels, so we'll do anything to not feel it. And so we get busy, we get distracted, we might become overloaded with other people's problems and issues, we might overwork, we might engage in recreational pursuits to try and drown out the anxiety. But as we continue to do that, we actually begin to exhaust ourselves and the anxiety gets louder and we start to feel overwhelmed. So very difficult not to want to run away, but learning to be with the experience and take steps to help yourself overcome it is uh, much more helpful in the long run. And that's really where there's an exercise that both you and I do when we, we start grounding ourselves and being mindful of where we are right now in the moment when that anxiety is coming through, when you can say, right now I'm sitting in my chair and I'm talking with the Nanga and I'm surrounded by sunshine and right now everything is okay. I think you might even have a name for that, uh, that technique, but I know that helps me calm down a little bit when that current starts to run really high. Yeah, to be connected with what is your truth, what is the reality for you right now, and to keep yourself really grounded. And then when you do that, you get a moment's pause to think what's happening. Sometimes we feel the physical symptoms of anxiety and the mind starts to chatter, but we, we don't want to hear it so we start immediately taking evasive action but sometimes it's really helpful to have that pause and to then think okay what's happening what's disturbing me just some examples um, I had a friend who became very anxious every time the phone rang and when we spoke about it we became aware that he'd received really bad news a few weeks ago over the phone so understandably hearing that jarring noise and his subconscious mind making that connection 
was causing anxiety. So by looking at that, you can use EFT tapping. Tap when the phone rings, just go through the tapping points, tap about the fact that you received bad news previously in a phone call, and diffuse it. When you have a pause, when you make a pause, you have time to consider what the trigger might be. I worked with somebody else who became anxious in a shopping centre in a particular area of the shopping centre, going into the food hall, and she couldn't work out, every time I go there, why do I feel anxious? And then we had a conversation, and she realised she'd felt unwell and she'd actually begun to pass out in that area previously. So her mind was telling her, something bad happened to you there. You know, you might not feel comfortable going there again. So we diffused that and the anxiety went. So just to create pauses and have a think, what actually is upsetting you? What is your anxiety trying to tell you that you might need to deal with? And how can you do it? How can you deal with it? You might need to practice some breathing techniques. You might benefit from taking rescue remedy. Or you might benefit from becoming more specific with the issue with some EFT tapping or using the quick anxiety stopper, just a three-point process to stop, breathe, tap those points through, and instead of running away, help yourself feel more comfortable right now, right in the moment when anxiety strikes. So many great ideas and tips there for sure. I, I know that the second one that makes, the, the second item that makes anxiety worse, it's my go-to, pushing through which doesn't really work out well, but uh, tends to be my natural mode of, uh, of operation. Yeah, again, it's another really popular choice. <laughs> it's a really common response to anxiety. When we're not happy with how we feel, we want to fix it. We want cures, we want closures, we want to push on through, we want to keep functioning. We don't want to stop, we don't want to admit that we're not feeling good. And really, it's the mental equivalent of driving your car too fast and then stepping on the gas even more when really you need to slow down and pull over and stop and get your head straight because it's not a time to be making big decisions. Sometimes we feel, I really don't want this, so we try and resolve it, but we're not in a good place for resolution. So sometimes in our push to sort things out, we do or say things in haste that really do just make it worse. Mm, that is so true. And when you find yourself in that escalation is really that moment to come back and say, okay, wait a minute, this is, this is my usual pattern and this doesn't serve me well. What will serve me better than trying to push through and, and move even faster? Yeah, we have to uh, stop. We have to pause and reflect and we can save ourselves a lot of further complications or pouring petrol on the fire of anxiety and getting ourselves in another hole whole mess when we do that. It takes a little bit of practice, but very beneficial to just stop, breathe. You might not have to wait for long. I know we have the desire to, to be functional or we feel like I can't stop. I've got this meeting. I've got to get the kids. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. Sometimes it's a minute, just a minute. Go to the window, look outside in the far distance, drop your shoulders, relax your jaw, take a deep breath. What do you need? How can you help yourself feel better? And if you need to defer that action step until you've dealt with something that you feel is immediately pressing, that's fine. But just acknowledge it. Take the minute to acknowledge it and come back to it later. Really good advice. And sometimes it can be a walk, you know, it can be a walk around the neighborhood or it can be getting yourself near a body of water or a stream. And nature is always a great way to slow down, to get yourself in nature. And, and like you said, Yes, of course, you have a life, you have a job, you have 
a family or whatever, all of the things that you have going on, all of the roles that you play, but you still deserve to take that break, to carve out the space where you can do that. And it's amazing how much better you will feel. So much better and be so much more productive. Ironically, we think if we keep going and keep pushing through, things will be better. But when we stop, gather our thoughts, make an action plan, give ourselves a moment's break, do something to help us in the, in the immediate feel better. It could be a cup of chamomile tea, a long exhale breathing practice just to really focus on your out-breath, a squirt of rescue remedy, just something. Stop, pause, breathe. What do I need? And it will save you so much time later on because it just stops you careering off when you're actually feeling out of control. Mm. And the third, keeping it to yourself. This is absolutely the recipe to make anxiety worse. It's been my experience that if I am feeling anxious or if something has me really spun and I just let my husband know or let my daughter know or whomever I'm with know what's going on, I don't have to get into the details, but to just communicate where I'm at. And again, asking for what I need. If I need to step away, if I need to take a nap, if I need to uh, eat something, you know, whatever it is, these, these simple things that you need to do, if you share that with your loved ones, you're going to feel so much better than keeping it to yourself. Yeah. In the bark flower remedies, which we often talk about for anxiety relief, one of the remedies is called agrimony. And that's for people who keep their worries behind a brave face, people who really try and carry on and really don't want to disturb other people. So if you're feeling apprehensive or uncomfortable about opening up to somebody else and expressing your needs or even feeling that you need permission to express your needs, then that's a really good one to take. You just put four drops in a glass of water and sip it a few times a day. And you can find that on Nelson's or Amazon. So that's agrimony. And we'll put the notes for that on this podcast on our website. That can really really help you open up. We all need help and support sometimes. I'm a bit of an agrimony person. I really don't like to add to other people's burdens, but it's been good for me to learn if I'm suffering, to tell someone, to express how you're feeling and practice being open to receiving support. Because if your loved ones see you suffering, that actually is a relief for them too. How can they help? We all want to help when we see somebody we love having a tough time. So to be open to receiving that, loving support from others. So again, have a pause, think about what you need. Everyone feels bad sometimes and there's no shame in saying so and there's no shame in just voicing your feelings and asking for support if you need it. Thanks for listening to Anxiety Slayer. We invite you to visit our new streamlined Anxiety Slayer store for instant access to our support packs on EFT tapping, the quick anxiety stopper, mindfulness for anxiety relief, and so much more. Visit anxietyslayer.com forward slash store.